0: I can hear you. Good evening, everyone. So, has it been so far? Uh, Awesome. Amazing. Hallelujah. You're welcome to day six. With God, it only gets it's a good place to clap. It's a good place to clap. Come on. The thing with, with God it only gets better forward. It only gets better forward. Best of God is never in the past, the best of God is always ahead, and that is why I have that confidence from the scriptures that tonight will even be better in the name of Jesus. I want us to understand we've been talking about the breakthrough pillars for destiny, breakthrough pillars, you know, the principles and the standards upon which we need to build our lives build our destinies, build our families, build our marriages, build our finances. Like I have said in the last couple of days, these are things that you can literally rely upon. These are things that are not changing. These are things that you know that in the next five years, they will still work. In the next 10 years, they will still work. In the next 20 years, they will still work. There are many things in our world that men said were true years ago. But you and I know that today, you literally cannot build your life on those things anymore. You know, there was a time that it was believed that the earth was flat. You see? And people even wrote books on it, propounded theories on it. People even got certifications on it. (laughs) But they should have read the Bible. Where scripture said that God sits upon the circles of the earth. Science is trying to catch up with God. And that is why you and I need to understand that while there is nothing wrong with science, God gave the knowledge for science, you and I must ensure that anytime there is a dichotomy, a difference between scripture and science, go with scripture. Because eventually, science will agree with scripture. Are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? So you and I need to realize that these breakthrough pillars are things you can build your destiny on. They are things you can build your family on. You can build anything on it. And you can have that assurance that years down the line, whatever it is that you have built or what you are building will still be standing. For instance, there will never be a time in your life where you will not need right to see something before you can seize it. That day will never come. Maybe there have been times in your life where you never saw something, you know, become your reality and it happened. The Bible says the days of ignorance, God has winged that. Especially when you start out your journey in the Christian faith, there are certain things God will allow to encourage you. But when you get to the place of maturity and growth, God will expect you to step into the right way of doing things. That's why he fed the children of Israel, right, for 40 years. Fed them with manna. You know, they didn't have to do anything as it were. All they needed to do was show up on a daily basis, right, and they would see their food outside without any planting, no cultivation, nothing. Just go outside, pick the food, and go indoors and just eat. But a time came in their life, and the Bible says when they stepped into Canaan, God literally shut down that process. No amount of prayer, no amount of fasting was going to bring it back. That season is gone. Why? Because they have come into a place of stability. That's why as believers we need to be careful that the things we are constantly asking for are not the things that will place us perpetually in the wilderness of life. Because the reason why God fed them through that means was because they were in the wilderness. And you and I are not supposed to live in the wilderness. The wilderness is not the promised land. In the promised land, there is a responsibility. In the promised land, there are things demanded and expected from you and I. But if you always, if your prayer request is a wilderness prayer request, right, you would always be in the wilderness. Is it possible that a time will come in your life where God will do something without you asking? Talking about the breakthrough pillar of supplication, that day will never happen. Why? Because God has given man a free will. And he will never override your will to do certain things in your life. He will never do that. He will never do that. You must give him permission. You must give him permission. That's why even Jesus said, as I see my father do, so I do. So it simply means in the place of prayers, God will show him what he wants to do, then he will do it. He will give permission, right, to God literally to get those things done on the earth through him. God is never going to override your will. And that's the power of the pillar of supplication. That's why Jesus said men ought always to pray and not to give up. Like I've told us, right, last week, you see, I think that was day three. You see, if you are not praying, you will be giving up. It says, men not always to pray and not to quit. Men not always to pray and not to lose hope. Men not always to pray and not to lose heart. Go and check it. If you are given to quit, it's because you are not prayerful. When you study the average person, they have done so many things in their lifetime. This one life, they have done 10 things. Only you. And you are less than 40. Amazing. By the time you are 80, you you will have no identity. Because when people want to remember you, they don't even know what to remember you by. I can always say humorously, we know you today that you are selling popcorn. The day we need popcorn and we come to patronize you, say, Want to buy popcorn? He said, No, 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 I'm now into makeup. You say, Ah, okay. The day we don't want to patronize you of makeup, you say, I'm now selling clothes. <laughs> the day we don't want to buy clothes, you are selling iron road. <laughs> so, the day we even want to buy iron road for construction, you have moved into something else. Well, you are not the devil, always moving to and fro. But so that was what the devil said when God asked him, "Where are you coming from?" You no know, no defined you know place of emergence. He said, "I'm just on the earth going to and through. No clear place of emergence, no clear destination point, just going to and through. always. That's why I always say to the average Christian, you can't say the devil is always after you because he's always going to and through. He can't just tabernacle with you. You are not that important. There are almost 8 billion people on the earth. Because remember, the devil is not omniscient, right? When he's here, he's not there. He's not God. God is the one that is everywhere at the same time. The devil is not. So when the devil is in North America, he's not in South America. That's why there's a place the Bible refers to as the seat of Satan. So he has seats for time. <laughs> uh, so when he's in Kanu, or when he's in Bauchi, he's not in Lagos. Praise the Lord. Somebody hear what I'm saying tonight? We're also talking about the breakthrough pillar of faith Right, I didn't give it to us at that point But I'm going to expound on it tonight I mentioned it on Saturday, you know When I wanted to bring up Pastor Sumbo. Yesterday we focused on the breakthrough pillar of sacrifice The breakthrough pillar of sacrifice And I know I didn't go in depth into it Because somebody's in to understand that breakthrough pillar of sacrifice I'll do that during the course of this breakthrough festival But let me start out tonight by talking about The breakthrough pillar of faith The breakthrough pillar of faith The breakthrough pillar of faith Hebrews 11 and verse 6. We're going to start out from there tonight. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him in albacore chapter 2 and verse 4 and hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38 the bible says the just shall live by faith It's another place that says the just shall live by his faith not just by faith but by his own faith and so you and i need to come to that realization and that awareness that everything that will ever happen in our lives if you're going to express remarkable progress and advancement in this year 2024 If you're going to experience noticeable progress You need to realize that you need faith You need faith You need faith And your faith level can grow Somebody hearing what I'm saying tonight? Your faith level can grow You see the things that are currently apparent in your life Is a reflection of your faith level If you're going to experience greater and bigger things Then your faith level has to grow and the thing about faith is that faith is not an impartation. Faith growth is a responsibility. If your faith is going to grow, I can't lay my hands on you and say, you know what, I want to impart you with my faith. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Nobody can say, if anybody does that, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> maybe the spirit is released, but you still have to do the working. And the Bible tells us how faith works. And how it comes. Romans 10 and verse 17. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing again the word of God. So one of the things we're doing at Breakthrough Festival is to build our faith. You're building your faith. You're building your faith. That's why he said, you may think nothing is happening, but trust me, something is happening. You may not know, but something is already changing in the way you are thinking, in the way you are seeing things. Why? Because it is impossible to be in God's presence and remain the same. The Bible says in Psalms 84 and verse 7, it says, as many as appear before God in Zion, it says they go from strength to strength. It simply means there is a strength they received yesterday. When they come again today, there is another layer of strength being added. Same thing with your faith. Every time you hear God's word, that's why you see, every time we have meetings like Breakthrough Festival or Kodre revival, the there are so many things, if I like, I can teach on two different topics. But no, I understand how these things work. What I usually do is, I stay on one thing and I talk about it throughout the entirety of that meeting. Why? Because my goal is to build your faith in that area. Not just to fill you with knowledge. Because until your faith grows in a particular area, you cannot have sustainable results in that area. That's why you see that sometimes people have results in a particular area, but they can't sustain that results. The result is not progressive. Why? Because there is no strong faith. Remember there are different types of faith. There is weak faith, there is strong faith. So you may have faith, but the faith is still shaking. It's not, you are not yet established in that thing. That's why you see some people, they can speak with all confidence and boldness when it comes to certain areas of their life that certain things cannot happen to them. Why? The reason is because they have so much built their faith in that area such that their faith has reached a tipping point. There is such a thing as your faith reaching a tipping point such that you get to a point where you can no longer make a reversal. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You can get to a point of walking in faith with your finances That you can get to a point where you say, you know what When your faith has reached a tipping point point, that you say, you know what, I can never be poor But people may be saying it You better don't say it if your faith has not gotten to that level Or you may die in poverty For somebody to get to a point to say that Is because their faith has gotten to a tipping point There are things they have heard and heard and heard and heard To the point of conviction Where they now say, you know what, it is impossible Certain things can happen to me And let me tell you this, it's not a gift, it's a responsibility. It's a responsibility. So you look at the place, your space, your sphere of influence, right? Every area of your life. What areas, right, do you want to experience a breakthrough, a noticeable breakthrough at the end of 2024? Such that when you are writing the story of 2024, you want to say that this was what happened. For instance, there are things that God told me, right, about the Gateway Church, you know, certain things that we need to do this year. Since he told me last year, I started building my faith in that area. I started exposing myself to things in that area. Start building my faith. Because you can't attempt this. Anything you attempt in the name of God or even in your own name, that you have not built your faith in, there is a guarantee that thing will not work. And let me tell you, this, this is a principle that governs life. Whether you are a believer or not, there is nobody that succeeds at anything without having the confidence and faith that they will succeed in that thing. Nobody. Nobody. What will make a man like Elon Musk years ago sell a company that was doing well in multi millions, if not billions? PayPal. What will make a man wake up and say, you know what, I'm selling PayPal like I'm starting all over again? You must be a fool or you must know what you are doing. Is it that of the two? You can't be in the middle. You can't just be in the middle. What will make a man wake up one day and say, you know what, I want to just spend almost my wealth to be launching rockets? or launching satellites to outer space you must either be a fool or you have discovered something the average person does not know and that is what happens when you build your faith in a certain area you begin to take steps that the average person is looking at you like this person will fail because they think you are a fool but you, you know that you are not taking foolish steps you are taking faith-filled steps am I making sense tonight? So the average person, the undiscerning person may look at someone sitting down 12 days you are just hearing the word, you are praying (laughs) when people look at you there are things that people don't say with their mouth but they say with their eyes this girl is stupid, she's going again she's going again it's because they don't understand how these things work that's why nobody becomes a medical doctor without being subjected to a medical environment for years before somebody can become a surgeon, you don't just read books. What do you? What do they do? And um, what do they do? You have a, a surgeon that exposes you to surgery. They do it. You watch. They tell you to do certain things, right? And they monitor you. Then they tell you to do it, and they are watching. Then they say you should do it. Before you know it, you are building faith. You wake up one day and say you can operate on another human being. You can slice somebody open. You know they will not die, and you will sew them back. If they bring somebody to you now and they tell you to cut the person open, what will you do? Will you stay there? You will run it. Why? Because you have not been exposed to that thing over and over. Your faith. You have not gotten to the place where your faith has reached a tipping point that you can open up a human being and they will not die. The same thing with your business. Same thing with your career. Same thing with your finances. Same thing with your finances. If you're going to experience a breakthrough in any area of life this year, you must build your faith in that area. Paul said to me in December, he said, you can't be trusting God for one thing and be building your faith in another thing. So someone is facing financial challenges. You want to experience a financial breakthrough. You can't be, you can't be building your faith in healing. Except you want to heal your finances. Healing is not what you need. You need to build your faith in those finance, in finances, in financial matters. So you need to identify what area of life do want to experience a breakthrough in this year 2024? Then you begin to build your faith in that area to the point whereby you get to that point of no return, like I said earlier. Man of God was diagnosed of cancer recently, like sometimes like two, three years ago, and went to his doctor. And the doctor said to him, you know, he was already releasing his faith, you know. So the doctor said, you know, we don't think this thing, you know, when it was discovered, it has gotten to a point whereby it's too late, you know. Even if we do chemo and all those things, it's a 50-50 chance. So the doctor said, you know what, Um, I think you should just tell your family members, you know, (laughs) that you may be going home very soon. So when he got home, the wife said, their son had a dream and said, tell daddy your dream. So he said, daddy, I had a dream this afternoon. I had a dream that you were in a boat And the boat was going and going. Got to the horizon. right? You were waving to us. And you disappeared and we didn't see you again. And it just occurred to him that that was what the doctor said. And he lifted up his son and jabbed him. Daddy, is not going anywhere. And at that point, he knew that this was a fight of faith. I'm telling you the true life story, not moonlight tales. Because we are streaming, I can't give too many details. So you know what he did? I think this happened like three years ago. For the next two years, every single day he kept listening to every the only thing he was listening to was he was doing his normal work, but when it comes to any time he's alone or any moment of silence, he kept listening to things on healing, things on healing, things on healing. One day he woke up and said, Who said I have cancer? That was the day cancer left. Who said? Who said? You don't just say such things. It, it took him two years to build his faith to that point where he said who said I have cancer I never have cancer if you had just said that two months later ah, I've had much. who said I have cancer he would have died that's why let me tell you this a lot of people have died believing they were in faith when they've not pushed their faith to tipping points there's a level at which you see when you get to that level even you, you will know you will take steps that people will look at you and say this person must be stupid a lot of people have not gotten to their, their level to a point See, Let me tell you this. When you have not gotten your faith to that tipping point, there is nothing wrong in using other interventions as provided by the wisdom of God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I grew up in a denomination where it was believed that you don't take medication. And people died as a, a die for free. I remember the story of a guy whose wife you know, had complications when it came to delivery. And the man said, no. You know, some people believe it's a special testimony when you give testimony that, you know, I had natural birth. Your child is alive, the mother is alive. That's a testimony. Which child can you produce? You know, so for some people it's like a badge of honor, you know, natural birth. Is it even a miracle somebody this year has survived? Is it even a bigger testimony? If you have the faith, fantastic. We thank God for it. But someone that gave birth through cesarean section is no lesser than somebody that gave birth through natural birth. So the man said, Never! My wife can never have CS. <laughs> the doctor said, Sir, if we don't do this thing now, you may lose your wife. He said, Never. I know the God I serve. You know how people talk when they are not in faith? They are speaking as a result of what they have had. Like the sons of Sceva. Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. But who are you? No identity. Of course, the woman died. And the child died. And the guy said, God offended him god didn't offend you your stupidity caused you pain because you've not built your faith to that level be careful of doing what others are doing when you have not built your faith to the level to which they have built theirs are you hear what i'm saying and one of the ways you will know you have built your faith to a level is that you will notice that your language will begin to change you will not be the one to change you just realize that your 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 speech is different the people that have always known you, if they are not discerning, if they are not spiritually mature people, they will say, you are becoming proud. It's not pride, it's faith. Because you have gone to a place of knowing that you know and you know and you know that certain things will not but happen. I said on Saturday that there is something called the hearing of faith. So my encouragement to us, right, even as we go back to the messages of the past couple of days, right, Make sure you are not just hearing. Make sure you are carrying the consciousness of, I'm building my faith. I'm building my faith. It's like a spiritual gym. Nobody goes to... You. People do that anyway for the gram. <laughs> people go to the gym, not because of gym, but because they want to have something to post. Some people go to the gym, they wear all the clothes. They say, please... Record me, take pictures. After that, they pack their yoga mats, everything, and they go home. They've created content for the day. You know, going to the gym is not content creation for some people. They so say you are going to gym, but we are not seeing the sign <laughs> How the truth. You are truly going to the gym. Because if you are truly growing over time, we will see the sign. If there is a hearing of faith over time, we will see the sign. Because hearing God's word with the consciousness of the hearing of faith is also like going to a spiritual gym. The effects might not show immediately, but it will show eventually. If the effects is not showing, something is wrong in the process. Am I making sense? Because God's word always works. It always works. Always. No, it works most of the time. It works all of the time. All. All. Somebody say all. All. One of the things faith also does is that faith expects... Proverbs 23, verse 18. It says, for surely there is an end and your expectation will not be cut off. So the question is, what are you expecting this year? Are you truly expecting a breakthrough? Are you expecting it? Are you expecting it? You see, because it's not, in, it's not just enough that you are praying for a breakthrough. What you are praying about, you must be expecting. You see, the easiest example is this. When you are expecting a visitor and when you are not expecting a visitor, is there any difference? If I'm important to you and I say I'm coming to your house, is there a difference in that day and the day you are not expecting me? So that's the same thing with faith. When you are truly living in faith, right, you will be in a constant state of expectancy. It's like expecting a visit or that. Where is it? Where is it? The fact that there is no expectation is proof there is no faith. It's proof there is no faith. Because faith expects. He says, for surely there is an end, and your expectation will not be cut off. King James. He says, and your hope will not be cut off. I prefer expectation. Praise the Lord. Next thing you need to understand about faith is that faith speaks. Faith is never silent. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. Faith speaks. Can we read together one to go? We have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe, and therefore I do what? Have I spoken? We also believe, and therefore what? If you believe, you will be speaking. <laughs> you will say what you believe, you will say what you expect. At unguarded moments, what you are releasing your faith for leaks out of your mouth. I think it was Gloria Copeland that said it. <laughs> faith, when you are truly expecting something, when you are releasing your faith for something uh, it will leak out of your mouth in unguarded moments there's a particular way Gloria Copeland puts it, I can't remember right now you know, it will just it will, just, it will leak you, because we are already so full of it you are not planning to say it. You just find out that you are saying certain things. Somebody says something and your response is a response of faith. Not because you have already programmed yourself that if somebody says something like this, this is what I will say so that they will know I'm in faith. It will just come out. It will just come out. Are you hear what I'm saying? Not about this idea of somebody didn't come to church or somebody's not at work. I say, what happened to you? We didn't see you at work or we didn't see you in church. He say, I am strong. That's what I'm talking about. If you are truly strong, uh, you will show up. If that is a statement of faith, because strong people are not always absent. I remember, oh, that was one of the things that changed my life. I was an undergraduate. I've told us a story. I used, to be a, I used to be a sick child. Sickly child. In fact, it's, my mom already knew the time to bring the things that I need. I was on campus. <laughs> I just got to one day. I said, no, 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 no. This is not life. Things cannot continue this way. Things cannot continue this way. I remember that day. I've told us a story a couple of times. It's my story so I can say it forever. <laughs> Locked myself up and said, God, is it that you heal me or I die in this room? I was saying in a private hostel. So if I die, they won't discover me immediately. And I was a very quiet person. You know, Very few people have access to so come around you know, into my space. I remember I prayed, 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 prayed in the Holy Ghost. I was moving with some guys then, you know. That was when I started learning actively about faith. You know. Those guys who have morning devotion every day, you know. Read drafts of the realities in the morning. Those guys in my hostel. So I started hearing something. I said, I know. If this thing is either that it works or it doesn't work? But I've had so many times, I believe this thing should work. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put it to work and then I was already committed in church and I saw that you shall serve the Lord your God and He will bless your bread and water and take sickness away from the midst of you so I said God I'm serving you, I can't be sick so I prayed in the Holy Ghost one hour nothing, two hours nothing three hours I broke out into sweat that was my victory over malaria forever I know how to work it out now I know how to work it out I know how to work it out so I remember sometimes later another episode showed up and one of those days, I was reading one of Kennedy Gaines' books and he said, you know, Kennedy Gaines was very sick as a child. And he said when he saw in Mark 11 in verse 23, you see that he was already, that he was whoever speaks to this mountain, you know, be that removed, and that there no doubt in his heart, but believes that the things he has said will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. And she kept talking about it, that he was healed. He, was, he said one day he was saying it and it was while he was still on the sick bed. And God said to him, people who are sick don't stay in bed by 11 a.m. That was the day that he changed everything for me. The so people who are sick are not in bed. So when you say, I am strong, and you are not doing what you are supposed to be doing, you don't believe, you are making a religious statement. You may die with that statement. Because it's not a statement of faith. If you are truly strong, you will do what strong men do. And over the years, I've realized, even when my body wants to feel summer, once I, put, <laughs> once I put myself in I know my normal daily schedule, I just realized, the thing is gone. Sometimes even without praying. Because let me tell you this. Like this common statement now. No grief for the devil. Uh, The moment you put yourself in a position uh, where the devil notices that you have accepted what is throwing at you, it will now bring other people. Hey, This one has accepted it. Let me tell you, the symptoms are not sickness. Symptoms is an invitation for you to either accept or refuse what the devil is trying to sell to you. So the moment you start feeling someone, much, people, people just like the attention. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling. What's wrong with it? Please touch this, touch this, touch this. It's <laughs> touched. Touch. Before you know it, everything will break down. So faith speaks. Faith speaks. It speaks what it expects. It speaks what it believes. The next thing about faith is that faith moves. Faith is never passive. Faith is never static faith is a verb it's always in motion so if you say you're living in faith you're living by faith remember without faith it is impossible to please god so as believers our lifestyle is a lifestyle of faith we don't we don't release faith right when we have gotten to a place of desperation faith is not a last resort faith should be our life should be a daily thing it should be a daily practice and you see if you don't release your faith now a day will come you will need that faith if you have not grown your faith the day you really need your faith at the level at which it has grown it's going to be a very terrible day are you hearing what I'm saying? for those of us that are still young that you are still singles let me tell you this the best time to start practicing faith is when you are single and you have no responsibilities at that time you can't do anything someone that has not released faith and is now married, children, responsibility, house rent. There are too many things contending for your obedience. <laughs> I think it was on Sunday I was sharing with Minister Moe. That's why I would never forget one of my mentors. He was the first person I had the principle of sacrifice from. 2005. I'll never forget. As a student... When he spoke about sacrifice and I, I got to that place of understanding. i would never had it before. All the while I was in my denomination. I just spoke about giving, it was more like begging. Like if you don't do this, God will die. Remember that time, you know, the days of tomato lights. So I had a stabilizer. And without stabilizer, nothing can work in those kind of lights that time. So I thought about it What can really be a sacrifice in this room I got back home, it was a two day meeting Evening meeting Morning with the leaders and workers Then in the evening The first night I spoke about sacrifice I'll never forget Was wearing, you know, a blue suit, a blue shirt I can still remember As I'm speaking, I can remember the auditorium I was sitting God Almighty said What is the sacrifice in this place? Because let me tell you this A sacrifice is not giving if it doesn't hurt you, if it doesn't cause you pain or discomfort, it's not sacrifice. <laughs> Somebody hear what I'm saying? So I remember that day, I took my stabilizer and took it to church. I remember, guys, you know some of us then people would bring their Timberland boots. i remember us remember that Timberland boots. You know how so expensive Timberland was. Who brought Timberland boots, brought all those things. You know, it was like a market. <laughs> but when I look back none of us are still at that level none but you know there were guys that sneered at it back then saying ah, all, this. All, this. All, this. all this all this fine pastor <laughs> they've always called them my mentor fine pastor so, all, this. all this fine pastor <laughs> just want to collect money from me just, <laughs> I remember sometimes one of them sent a message to me on facebook and I saw it very much later because I really use Facebook begging for money. Ah, when well, you should have learned it, you didn't learn it. See, there are things that if you don't learn early, if you have not learned it, the next best time to learn it is now. Because you will need it. See, there are some things you can't escape in life. If you escape it now, it is waiting for you in bigger measures in the future. I'm telling you. If you don't know how to release your faith to heal yourself of malaria or verdict, malaria is coming if you don't release your faith to you heal yourself of malaria ah? Huh? remember I told I think a couple of weeks ago I told us how I had an accident imagine if that was the first time that I was releasing my faith for healing just imagine for three months I would have been, praise the Lord and, because for how long they said I will wear the cast so if I have not learned it then is it now I will be learning it it's a proverb that says make a While the sun shines huh? Build faith That's my own translation Or my own, what do they call it now My own revamp Build faith when the time is right Build faith And there is no better time to build your faith now Especially in the beginning of the year Because you don't know the challenges you are going to face in the year You don't So the best time to build your faith is now it's now. It's now. And if you're releasing faith of the truth, you will be taking faith steps. You'll be taking faith steps. You'll be taking faith steps. You can't be singing, standing on the promises, and be sitting in the premises of the church. Take faith steps, do something. Jesus was always on the move. Did you notice that everyone Jesus called to be his disciples, they were all doing something when Jesus called them? That's why I don't believe in people that say God called them out of nothing. I don't. I don't, because the call simply means you abandon something to follow him. I'm always suspicious of people who just say God, God called me. He's not. I, know. I always called you from what? And what? I can tell you the things called me out from. Some of which you have heard me say it. Let me tell you this: if I'm not a pastor, there are so many things I can do. And do well. I can be an interior designer. I can be a brand manager. I can go back to management consult. Different things. That is a calling. Because when Jesus called Peter, he said, We have left all to follow you. He left something. When Elijah called Elijah, he left his successful business to follow Elijah. In a true call, there is sacrifice. Something must be left. When there are no options, it's a flash. It's a call. I hear what I'm saying. Is it a call out of comfort? I've been people that they come from very successful homes and by every regard, they don't even have to do too much stress. Something is already waiting for them. That's a call. And let me tell you this. I'm going to say it again. You can't build your faith at the point of need. Please write it down. You can't build your faith at the point of need. It's too late. It's like digging wells when you are already thirsty. You may dig it successfully, but you are not the one that will drink water from that well. Because you will die of thirst. That's if you even successfully dig the well. You can't build faith at the time of need. So faith is something you do in advance. Knowing fully well that you will need it. Because it's not a matter of if you will need it. It's a matter of when you will need it. Because you will need it. You will need it. You will need it. You will need it. Will need it. As a man, you can't release your faith now for resources. You're a successful businessman. Fantastic. Thank God. And you now marry. Something now happens to your business. What will you do? You will sit your wife down? I'm saying, uh, Actually. Some people want to lie. I say, exactly actually. <laughs> Actually, <no. laughs> you should have learned how to build your faith even when things are not there your faith, you will speak faith words such that even the woman knows that we may not have much by believing this guy let me tell you, this faith is seeable. it's not in normal English but you understand what I'm saying people can see faith if you are truly living by it. Will, it will, we will hear it in your voice When you are doubting, you see that's why sometimes when people walk up to certain people and you want their support and say, you know, the reason why some people are not giving you their support is because they know that even you, the way you are talking, you don't believe in what you are saying. They know. Don't forget that every human being is a spirit, whether saved or unsaved. So the spirit of another man can detect this person does not really believe. That's not built your faith in that thing. You now want me to invest my own resources in it. That's why some people, especially people that have risen to the topmost top. You see, because these people have done a lot of things, they failed their things, you know, built confidence, you know. In the world, it's called confidence. But you see, <laughs> what I'm talking about is not self-confidence, it is faith rooted in God's word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Or should I say confidence built on God's word? Not confidence in self. So they can literally see when people don't have confidence, they can see it. They know what works and what does not work. From a mouth. You see, when you look at those guys, um, the sharks. What's the name of that show now? You know, um, there's one, there's there's a Nigerian version, um, Dragon's Den or something like that. You know, but I'm talking about the global one. What's it called? I can't remember. Shark Tank, yeah. When you see those guys, you know, people coming to pitch their business ideas. Some people, as they are talking, they don't even allow them to finish. They just say, next. They already know what we fail. As you are talking, they know. And then this, man, The idea may be right, but you are not the right person to embody the idea. They know. They know. So faith moves. It takes steps. It's never static. It's never static. It's never static. So you must ensure you have faith in the deposits of God in you. Believe in what God has said about you. See, it is not humility ah to be speaking about yourself the opposite of what God has said about you. Is somebody hear what I just said? It's not humility. It's not humility. For for instance, some um, some Christians they say something about they know like oh wow you know are you really doing well? Uh, We are just trying, I just coming up. That's not humility. Uh, sorry, what, sorry, what do I, uh, we are just managing it's not humility faith because faith agrees with God what God says about you are you hearing what I'm saying ah you agree with God you agree with God God said concerning Gideon he said you are a mighty man of valor Gideon said me <laughs> because God does not call you how you see yourself he calls you what he has deposited in you A mighty man of valor, but at that time, Gideon had never fought any battle. In fact, he was hiding from the enemies. And God told him, Okay, you have 32,000 men, all right? Tell the people if they are afraid. I don't want to go, I've shown us the scripture before, right? He says, Tell the people if they are afraid that they should go back home. The Bible says, Maybe like 30,000 or something people went back home in the evening. God now said, Gideon, if you are afraid, right? Go into the camp of the enemies and he's drop on what they are saying. The Bible says, And in the night, Gideon took his armor bearer and went into the camp. What does that mean? When God said people are afraid, they should go back home. It means Gideon himself was afraid, but he didn't go back home. So let me tell you this: almost everybody is afraid. But those who are releasing their faith, in spite of doubt in their head, they keep moving, they keep agreeing with what God has said about them. The question I want to ask you is: this year, will you agree with what God is saying about you? Will you agree? If he has said you are rich, you are wealthy, you are prosperous, don't be saying what the economy is saying. Your reality may not look like what God has said, but keep saying what he has said. And circumstances, we have no choice, but to eventually align with what God has said. To align. But it is because it is what you agree with that becomes your reality. If you agree with reality, your reality will become the reality. Or The reality outside will become your reality, but if you keep agreeing with what God's word, God's word will eventually superimpose itself on your reality. Your reality, and let me tell you this everything has years. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Everything has years. Everything has years. Everything has years. Your wardrobe has years. Let me make it very practical. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Your shoe rack has years. Your checkbook has years. Your garage has years. If you speak to it, what you are releasing your faith for will eventually materialize. Your certificate has years. You can tell it to produce the kind of job you want. Your office space, your shop has years. You can call in customers into it. The fact that you said it the first day, didn't show up, does not mean you stopped talking. The Bible says that God made the heavens and the earth. How did he do it? By words. When you see everything on the earth today, do you think God spoke only once? You to look at everything on the earth now. Look at all the kind of animals in the water alone. Look at all the kind of animals on land. And God called everyone individually. Thousands, millions of them. Man is still discovering several species. God called everything. Talking is work that's why faith is work and at the point of trying anytime I want to write out our declarations of faith for the year sometimes I always want to make it very short in fact at the point I believe after I wrote because I did it on you know um, my, my system so when I saw it on my side, I was just like oh this is even shorter than 2023 until they put it in graphics I said ah, it's even longer I said it's fine it's long we are creating our destiny let it be longer talking is work when they say talk is cheap it depends on what you are saying depends on what you are saying (laughs) depends on what you're saying you see when you know you have started talking and the talking has become work even your mouth will know you are talking Uh, how many of us that you know you like talking you talk 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 and your mouth begins to ache. You have you spoken god's word like that Have you gotten to a point where your finances is not going the way you want it to go? And you say, for the next three hours, I'm going to take declarations of faith on finances and I will keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it it for the next three hours. You can watch a movie for three hours without feeling time is going, but you can't speak about your destiny. Let me tell you this. When you see people whose life is moving and advancing, there is work they are doing. Nobody moves forward by accident. Nobody breaks through by accident. No. Nobody does. Nobody does. Nobody does. And work is not always enjoyable. Come off it. Of that mindset. All this idea of uh, you enjoy. Your, you, you think. <laughs> See. Don't let western ideology mess up your destiny. Huh? Uh, when you discover your work. Your what you are made for. You will, know, you will not work one day in your life. Put that such statement before I you will not feel you are working. Okay. You will not feel you are working. <laughs> so when people get to a point when they find this and they are working, they feel that they say, I don't think I, I, I don't think I found my calling. You have found it. You are supposed to be tired when you walk. That's one of the all marks of work. Tiredness. I <laughs> hear what I'm saying? People just want to. See the people that I want to be a content creator. The people really making it from content. Go and find out. It's work. It's work. Not that the one that you just be waking up once, two weeks, once in three weeks. You are waiting for inspiration to strike you to create content. You now say you are a content creator. You are not. Because when you say you are a content creator, it's a daily thing. You are constantly thinking. You are scripting. (laughs) You have a team. Maybe that's a word for someone Because that's not in my notes Maybe somebody wants to be a creator this year And you think it's an like, easy life <laughs> Next is the breakthrough pillar of knowledge Oh, should I go into this tonight? No Let me skip I'll continue with that tomorrow The breakthrough pillar of power I want to talk about this tonight It's very important So I'll go back to the breakthrough pillar of knowledge tomorrow You can write it down I'll touch on it tomorrow The breakthrough pillar of power What is power? Power is the ability to get things done. Nothing works without power. Nothing works without power. Nothing works without power. The extent to which things work is largely dependent on the amount of power available to it. So there is a power required for these monitor speakers to work. There is an amount of power required for these sub-speakers to work it's not the same power there's a kind of power for a 1.5 horsepower AC it's not the kind of power you use for these ACs there is a power Babas generator generates eh? or produces there is a power uh, that a 10kVA gen produces that kind of gen can power to use auditorium are you hearing what I'm saying uh-huh. There is a kind of power that is 60 kva generates. There is a kind of power uh, that a house needs. There is a kind of power an estate needs. If your destiny is estate like and you are carrying the power of a Baba's gen, they are going away So many people already have vision, they have big dreams, but Baba's generator power. What you are seeing and where you are going is what will determine the kind of power you need. Big dreams require big power. (laughs) Are you hearing what I'm saying? Ah. Don't be ignorant though. We live in a power driven world. The sun itself ah, is an energy source. I hope you know. So even the earth itself cannot walk without power source. That's the way God did it. That's the way he created it. So, if the earth and the solar system is going to continue existing, the sun must be in place. You see, if the sun shuts down today, life will literally cease to exist. The reason why some things are not yet existent in your life is because the power in your life can't produce it. It can't. It can't. Everybody needs power. Everybody does. The moment you take your first breath on the earth, you need it. Because the Bible says that in the days of Moses, Ah, uh, Pharaoh, the idea just dawned on him to kill every man, man child. Why? Because of the destiny of Moses. Same thing happened. That's why you know Moses did not have age mates. I hope you know. Jesus also did not have age mates. because every child in the age bracket of Jesus, every one of them was killed because of their destiny. So from the moment you are born, there is a contention over your destiny, whether you are aware of it or not. Whether you are aware of it or not. That's why some people see. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you. We don't magnify the devil, ah, but we are not ignorant of the ignorant of his devices. The moment Jesus was born, some certain men saw his star from the east. When you hear some people say things like, you know, your glory, your star, it is true. Don't be too contemporary to the point of stupidity. That's all it from the east. The Bible says, and they followed that star, followed it, and they got to the palace of Herod. Told Herod about it. And Herod, being a diabolical man, understood things. He said, Oh, where is he? Go and find out. I'll tell me. I want to come and worship him. No, he didn't want to worship him, he wanted to eliminate him. Oh, God spoke to the wise men. By the way, I hope you know there are not three wise men. I've taught us that several times. It was three wise men. Three wise men. The Bible didn't say three wise men. It simply says three men. Three wise men. I've been talking about um, wise men. That they bought three gifts. Three gifts. One person can bring three gifts. Two people can bring three gifts. Ten people can bring three gifts. Ah, it can be a cooperative gift. It doesn't make them three men. The wise men could have been 100. They could have been 50. They could have been two. <laughs> That's why you need to read the Bible yourself. And look at all the old marked Christmas cards. Three men on three camels. Told you there are three men. (laughs) Oh, somebody say I need power. I I can't hear you. (laughs) Nahum chapter 1 and verse 3. I love that book. (laughs) Nahum chapter 1 and verse 3. The Bible says the Lord is slow to anger. And What? and great in power. God is not just kind. The Bible says he's great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has made his way in the whirlwind well and in the storm and the clouds are the dust of the sea. Let me tell you this. If God was not great in power, Ah, uh, Satan made his agenda very known. His goal was to God, displace God. You think it was the kindness of God that made him sustain his position as God? His power. Whereas God would no longer have been God. Jesus is great in power. And if you are created in his image and his likeness, you better also be great in power. That's why Luke 10 and verse 19, Can we have it on the screen. One of the things Jesus came to do is to give you power. Luke 10 and verse 19. Luke 10 and verse 19. What did he say? Can we read out loud together? One to go. Behold, I give you what? I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. It means if you don't have the power that Jesus is talking about here, all things will hurt you. The only guarantee that you will not be hurt is that you have power. Your breakthrough requires power. You need power to break through. You need power to sustain the breakthrough. Someone was having a conversation with me yesterday and I said, Ah, Pastor, what you said that some seats are not just seats, they are thrones. You are correct. I mentioned it. I said, You are correct about the name. It's just I can't say it publicly. But if you can think, if you are old enough, you will realize certain people got into certain offices and just died. <laughs> because the chair looks lovely, but it's a throne. Some offices have been dedicated to idols. You look at those positions and you just love them you admire them ah god if you can just lift me to this level and ah, god is saying you are not ready for it you say god just test me I dumb you. <laughs> just test me i know i can't test if i test you with this level of power you will die we need to pray for that and die for you. you just die on the spot you see <laughs> i hope you know that every sickness is not medical that's why oftentimes when Jesus wanted to heal certain people, he would say that and he casted out the spirit. Because sometimes we have certain sicknesses that are demonic influences. Some people just get into certain offices, they just have having sickness they never had before. And because the power they brought into that space is too low for that space. Too low. Stop admiring a position you have not built capacity for. Telling you, when God told me some things about this year, I knew that my prayer life cannot remain the same. I know, I know, I know. You can't be where you want to, you can't want to take 10 steps ahead of where you were last night, um, last year, and your prayer life takes 10 steps behind. Do you understand what I'm saying? You want to go 10 steps forward. In life and destiny, in your self-defense, in your industry. But your prayer life reduces, your Bible study time reduces, your fasting reduces. For real? The power that provokes a breakthrough comes principally, number one, through revelation revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Acts chapter 19. I've been talking about the sons of Sceva. Let's read their story. Acts 1913 to 17. <laughs> There's a lot to learn from those guys. Acts 19, 13 to 17. can we all read it together? Are we ready? Are we ready? Alright, let's go. The certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Lord. Je- now, I want us to notice something. What did the Bible call them? Exorcists. So it simply means these guys have always casted out evil spirits. ah, Right? Some of us have watched movies on exorcism. I don't encourage it. Many of those movies, you think they are just movies. They are not just movies. They are portals into the realm of the spirits. If your spirit cannot mark certain things, you will not know when you open up the gates of your spirit to demons. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I've been watching some movies, literally, and your spirit... The Holy Spirit does not even need to tell me. I just know this is a demonic... But how? Oh, stop it! I've watched movies before that. The next one week, I, it was not all right. I knew something was wrong somewhere. So please be careful. So the Bible says these guys were exorcists. They took upon them to call over them which are evil spirits. In the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, "We adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches." And there were seven sons of one skiver, a Jew. And chief of the priests. Can you see? They were sons of a priest or pastor. So that the fact that your father has power does not mean you have power. Hmm. Some of us, you are always relying on the prayer of your mom. Anytime something happens, your mommy had bad draw for me. Your mommy pray for me. Continue. At your age, mommy is still praying for you. Has mommy finished praying for herself? And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus... I know. Let's keep reading. And Paul, I do what? I know. But? Who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was, leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house, naked and what? Wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks, also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. strongly believe that there was a pause, some moment of silence when the demon asked them, but who are you? The problem was not that the demon asked them, who are you? The problem is they didn't have a response. They didn't know who they were. Revelation knowledge. Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. That's the time to introduce yourself if you truly have an identity. When David stood before Goliath, Goliath didn't know who he was. But he said, Goliath looked at him and said, "You, you are coming to me with six. Do you think I'm a dog? I will kill you ah, David said you don't understand You don't know me You will know me today He said I come in the name of the Lord The God of Israel Whom you have defiled He said today I will cut off your head So the problem is not that the devil spoke Through that demon possessed man The problem was they didn't have revelation knowledge Who are you? If I ask you today who are you Do you have a response? Will your response be My name is Akintala Samuel Is that the question they are asking you? Who are you? Who are you? Every time you want to get to a level you have not gotten to before, life is going to ask you, who are you? What gives you the audacity to walk into this place? You want to occupy a space that demonic people have always occupied. They will ask you, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? So the power that provokes a breakthrough comes, number one, through illumination. Or what you also call revelation knowledge. You know, Jesus said in Mark 16, verse 17 to 18, Mark 16, 17 to 18. He said, and these signs, rather, these signs shall follow them that believe. He said, in my name, they shall do what? Cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Many of us, how many things did Jesus say that if you believe, will happen here? Number one, he say you cast out devils. Number two, speak with new tongues. Number three, take up serpents. If you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. Number four, like four or five things. Many of us, we only do one. Speak with new tongues. Look at the order. He says in my name, you shall cast out devil, comma, Speak with new tongues. So, if you are speaking in tongues, you we'll should be able to cast out devils. It's revelation knowledge. Many of us, if you see somebody here now, demonically influenced, manifesting, by the time we lift up our eyes, you have gotten to the door. But, uh, me, I don't want to have anything. Well, you are speaking in tongues. It's lack of revelation knowledge. Because Jesus said, if you believe, you should cast out devils. You cast out devils. And the problem is because many of us, our minds have been messed up by a lot of things we have seen on Hollywood. Come out! Come out! How many shouting did Jesus do to cast out demons? That's our pattern. Remember, Jesus came as a substitution and he also came as a pattern. There were things that Jesus did as a pattern. If you've done what you're supposed to do in private, you will not need to shout too much in public. Just come out. It was the demons that were saying, please, don't send us out of this place. Send us... Into some, if you are going to send us out of this man, send us into pigs. Why? Because demons are territorial and geographical in nature. That's why I'm telling you, some spaces. Hmm. A man can be doing well in a geographical location, relocate to somewhere else, and start failing woefully. Because you are confronting new demons. That they, they don't recognize your success from where you are coming from. Remember, I've told us several times, God made places before He made people. And demons existed on this earth. Remember, before man showed up. I hope you know. Because the Bible says that when the devil messed up, God cast him to the earth. And He says, who wants to the inhabitants of the earth? Well, you guys are looking at me like? Do you understand what I'm saying? So Today's is no school of theology, so let me just come back. <laughs> from that direction because he gets already looking at me hey demons came holy number two power is generated in the place of submission the power that provokes a breakthrough is generated in the place of submission in Matthew chapter 8 of the 5 to 9 the Bible says Matthew chapter 8 first nine, I think we should read it let me just go to it Matthew chapter 8 5 to 9 can we read it together once to we go And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Pay attention to what he says next. He says, For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goes, and to another, Comes, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. Why is he able to give commands? Because he receives commands. He said, I am a man under authority. So, I say to one, Go, and he goes. I say to another one, Comes, and he comes. If you are going to have power in life, you must be submitted. The Bible says, submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. It says you resist the devil and he will flee from you. What is the submission I'm talking about? Submission is you getting to the point where you consecrate your life to God, that you have lost the right to say no to whatever God tells you. There is a dimension of power you will never experience. If as a believer you are still in a place of contention. You know, some people always say it as a thing of pride. God said that, I was now struggling with God. Yeah. Are you struggling with God? <laughs> Is it like Jacob? I was struggling with God. <laughs> and they say with someone pride, you are not submitted. If you have gotten to the place of submission, you will not struggle. Your response will always be, if God says jump, your question will be how high. Not why should I jump? So many want to give commands, you want to cast out devils, but God can't give you commands. As you're about to eat, God says, Don't eat that food. Say, Ah, God, I don't know when next I will eat this meal. See, when I eat it tomorrow, I will fast. You are not ready for power. Remember, Pastor Adebo, he said, Sometimes back many, many years ago, that one day God told him to fast, you know, and just thought maybe it was his mind. So later in the day, yet later in the day, they brought someone, maybe a madman or something. And he prayed for the person, and nothing happened. He said, "And God told him, that's why I told you to fast." He said he went into the restroom, forced himself to throw up, prayed for the person, and the thing left. You say again with God, thank God you don't understand. You explain it to God. You want to give the one that gave understanding. You want to give him understanding. God, let me explain. You don't understand. <laughs> the one that made the understanding. You want to give him understanding. Wow. How great thou art? You are great. <laughs> Second Corinthians 10 and verse 6. This will bless you. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 6. Are you getting blessed tonight? 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 6. Can we all read it out loud together, as loud as we can? Want to go? Did you see what it says? He says, "Being in a readiness or having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your own obedience is fulfilled." It simply means there are some things you cannot judge. You don't have the capacity in the realm of the spirit to judge until your own obedience is fulfilled. So there are some things you say, and in the realm of the spirit, you say who is talking? See that when God told you to do something yesterday, you disobey. You now want to be giving us commands. So there are some people when they are talking in the realm of the spirit. So in natural law, they are shouting, In the name of the, but in the realm of the Spirit, this is what they are hearing. <laughs> okay, what is he saying? <laughs> so much energy. Because your volume has been tuned low. Okay, long so, You that you are disobeying, reduce it. I'll be talking here. Anybody is going to give commands here. It's not you. Because everything God is saying, you are disobeying. You be the one now giving demons. You cannot be the one that will now step into a place and now say, this place you are taking it for good. You have not taken your own life for yourself. Just turn down the volume. So much energy. Nothing is hurt. That will not be you in Jesus' name. But next is prayer. Prayer. The power that provokes breakthrough is generated in the place of Prayer prayer. Not the prayer you pray once in a while. Consistent prayer. You see, some of us, one of the things this breakthrough festival is going to help you to do is, it's like a jump start. It's helping you to jump start a life of consistency in the year. How many of us have been here for the last six days? How many of us? How many of us? Fantastic. Celebrate yourself. See, you don't know what has happened to you. And for those of us who maybe, for those of us outside the country that you've been connecting every day on, you don't know what is happening. You think you are just doing something. You are training yourself in consistency. See, one of the most difficult things to do in life is to be consistent. Let me tell you this anybody can pray at any time. But to say every day, I'm praying every day at a specific time, it takes a lot. That's why everybody does not do it. To read your Bible every day. To hear God's word every day. is a lot. One of the things I'd encourage you to do as this breakthrough festival heads, don't stop certain things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because they, you've kickstarted it. The moment you stop it, it will be difficult to pick it up again. It's, very going, it's going very difficult. You want to generate powerful breakthroughs, you must be given to a lifestyle of Prayer. Prayer. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter ten and verse two, it says, "Acts of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain." He says, "And the Lord shall make bright clouds and cause rain to fall upon every one grass in the field." Acts of the Lord rain. What is he talking about there? The Holy Ghost. When you ask for Him rain, the power of the Spirit. He says, "The Lord will make bright clouds and cause rain to fall upon every one grass in the field." If you ask, you will receive. If you ask, you will receive. The prayer of enduement with power hey father I'm stepping into this year I know the power needed for 2024 is not the same power of 2023 because I'm going to be attempting bigger things displacing territorial powers I need greater power You pray it You pray it why did Jesus have to fast for 40 days and 40 nights the son of God please understand some things are patterns you can't change it God came to the world to step into his ministry he himself had to pray and fast for 40 days So you you want to feel your destiny without praying and fasting. Or you are fasting every day. You break your fast in the morning. Remember the joke. (laughs) Oh dear. Prayer. Prayer. Especially praying in the spirits. Jude 20. It says, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. I can't remember. I think it's a message or maybe amplified translation. He says, you know, rising higher and higher like an edifice. When you pray lots in tongues, you know what you're doing. You are building spiritual capacity. You see, you don't you see. <laughs> sometimes when you don't even know what to do, you know what you should do. That's we praying in tongues? You are walking. So, sometimes on that, your breath just be doing. When you are alone, blot out out loud. You are generating power. You are generating power. That's amplified. Go to message. Let's see how message says it. An NLT. If you have it. Alright. It says, rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. It says, but you dear friends must build each other up in your most holy faith. Right? Praying the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you have the message? I can't remember the particular translation that puts it that way. You know, It says, but you beloved, build yourselves up. That's still amplified. Okay. It says, rise like an edifice here, higher and higher. Alright, I love that. It says, build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually what? Continually what? Progress. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit. It simply means you want to rise higher. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. It didn't say that start out by doing something on the outside. Pray in tongues. This year cannot be the year that you don't pray in tongues. You hear what I'm saying? If you are here tonight, you don't pray in tongues. Before you leave, ah, see Minister Temeida Gla- or see Minister Ezekiel. Minister Ezekiel, please wave your hand. And Minister Temeida, see them after the service. I'm going to be too tired. So, that's why I say, don't see me. Or see First Lady. If you believe it, you will speak in tongues tonight. You cannot be a believer you are not speaking in tongues. You are shortchanging yourself. You are shortchanging yourself. When you don't know what to pray about, just wrap a couple of little, even the devil, you see, the amazing thing about praying in tongues is it's only God that understands. So, even the devil is confused. I will not you. Which one is he saying now? We don't know. <laughs> so, they, are, they stay afar off. Let me tell you this if you have been doing it right, every time you pray in the Holy Ghost, there is a measure of faith that rises up within you. You say you are shy. Shyness is a demonic oppression. Stop it. It's not a, it's not a personality trait. I'm an introvert. By nature, introverts are said to be shy. I am not shy. I can stand before anybody and speak with confidence. Don't be shy. Speak in tongues out of shyness. Say you are shy. You want to go for an interview. You don't need to... See, because sometimes you don't even know the right prayer to pray. Let me tell you something. One of our mentors, you know, Papa D. He was sharing this with us. One of their members went for an interview. And as he was about to go for that interview that day, you know, God told him that... He was supposed to leave later. God said, "Start going now." So he dressed up, went, sat close to the door as they were interviewing. He asked him a question. He didn't know the answer. He had prayed in tongues before he left the house. And on his brother just said, Ah, "God of Royalty," that's the name of their church. The man just said, "What did you say? Royalty? That's the answer." How can the answer be the name of your church? I'm serious royalty that's the answer he got the job see when you're praying in tongues you may be saying something else but god can make people hear what they are supposed to hear the bible says that the lepers are said if we go to the camp they will kill us if we stay here we will die the bible says as they were walking into the camp the people ran away they were hearing the sound of because god is the one that created ears. he can make people hear anything they are supposed to hear See, praying in tongues is a mystery. You you can't unravel this completely until we get to the other side of eternity. You don't know what to pray about, pray in tongues. You know what to pray in tongues about praying in tongues. Second Corinthians chapter 14. I want to show you the power of praying in the Holy Ghost. Go to verse 10. I think verse 9 or verse 10, about. Let me confirm here too. Second Corinthians chapter 14. Second Corinthians chapter 14, verse 9 or verse 10, thereabout show you the importance of praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, no, sorry, first first Corinthians. First Corinthians. First Corinthians. First Corinthians 14, 15. Go to verse 15 because of time. 15. 15. 15. Can we read together? Want to go? What is it then? I will what? Pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding. What's that word? Or what? I will sing with the spirit, and I will do what? So praying in your understanding is also praying in the spirit must always take precedence. I hear what I'm saying. That's why there's some churches that believe in seeker sensitive service. We are not seeker sensitive. We are God sensitive. He you, you know there are some things you don't do in service you know don't pray in tongues some people may not understand when islamists are doing their prayer do they won't know maybe you don't understand what they are saying but when you call to people are making all their chants, is there some people may not understand let's let's be saying it in our english no when an abbalist is making incantation he doesn't care if you understand or not he says i will pray with my spirit and i'll pray with the understanding also In fact, it is praying in this oh dear lord jesus I was praying earlier today when I I was telling First Lady an instruction, I'm going to say it on Sunday, not yet. You know, an instruction God gave me today that as a church, we are to do as an aftermath of breakthrough festival. I wasn't acting for it, I was just praying in the spirit. One hour, two hours, three hours and it just came. Some things you will never hear until you spend time praying in tongues. About your life, about your death. So, you see, that business, you think you have maximized everything about that space. Let me tell you this. Until you pray in tongues, you will not see some things about that business. And someone else will just start for that business one day and just, ah, why didn't I think of this? And you didn't think of this because it did not generate, generate the power that can open your eyes to see it. Prayer. And of course, fasting. Fasting. <laughs> Oh, there's a scripture you need to see. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 26. It's a long read. We'll read it together. It's breakthrough festival, so we've got to read it. 1 Kings. It will tell you the power of fasting. 1 Kings 13. Some of us may have never seen this story before. 1 Kings 13. Read verse 1 to verse 26. It's not that much of a read, but it's a quite, you know, medium, but you'll love it. Are we ready? Let's read together once we to go praise the Lord, let everybody look on the screen because if you miss it you won't get the full picture can we do it together, are we ready alright, once we go and behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense, and he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord, and said, O altar altar, thus not the Lord, behold a child shall be born unto the house of David Josiah by name and upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee. And men's bones shall be born upon thee. And he gave the sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. Don't let your voice go down. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam had the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand which he put forth against him dried up, so that he could not pull it again to him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord your God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread, nor drink water in this place. For so was it charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that you camest. So he went another way, and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now, there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came, and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken unto the king, then they told also to their father. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto his sons, Out loud, come on. Saddle me the house. So they saddled him the house. And he rode thereon. And he went after the man of God. And found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, I doubt the man of God that came from Judah. And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me. And eat bread. Can you see that it's the same question they keep asking him. And he said, I may not return with thee. Nor go in with thee Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place For it was said to me by the word of the Lord Thou shalt eat no bread Nor drink water there, Nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest He said unto him I am a prophet also as thou art And an angel spoke unto me by the word of the Lord saying Bring him back with thee into thine house That he may eat bread and drink water But he lied unto him So he went back with him and did eat bread in his house, and drank water. And it came to pass, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment, with the Lord thy God commanded thee, thee, but came back, and as eaten bread and drunk water in the place of the which th- the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the cell poker of thy fathers. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread. Can you see how stupid this man is? He just gave you prophecy what will happen, and you still finish the food. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk, that a saddled for him the house to eat for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way. And the ass stood by it. The lion also stood by the carcass. And behold, men passed by. And saw the carcass cast in the way. And the lion standing by the carcass. And they came and told it in the city. Where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet had brought him back. From the way earth uh, therefore. He said, it is the man of God. Who was disobedient unto the word of the Lord. Therefore, the Lord has delivered him unto the lion. Which hath torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord, which is spoken unto him. This is what happened. God told him to fast. Another man of God said, an angel appeared to me, you should not fast. If God wants to change his mind, he can tell me personally. That old prophet God had left him. But when the man disobeyed as he was eating, the Spirit of God came back on him and told him, because we have disobeyed God, you will not make it back home. You will not be buried in the tombs of your father. And he still finished the food. Don't let your belly destroy your destiny. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I strongly believe that there must have been a strong negative influence in that atmosphere. That was why God gave him a straight instruction. Don't eat, don't drink even if he's in the house of a pastor, don't and you know what happened when he lost his life the same person that made him disobey God that made him to stop fasting is the one that said, ah, that's what happens to people who disobey God you are fasting your friends, your housemate, they say, are you fasting again today? So are you the one that killed Jesus to fill among, is, I don't think so let me break today, I'm not the one that killed Jesus you may not be the one that killed jesus but the way you just broke that fast you may have killed your destiny are you hearing what i'm saying because when god gives you an instruction he knows what is waiting ahead of you he knows what is waiting power comes in the place of fast the reason why he was able to perform the things he did before was because he was fasting. He gave the king a verdict, and the king stretched forth his hands. Take hold of him, and that hand dried up. Why? Because he was still in obedience. The moment he crossed over, when it started eating. When you have not finished the work they gave you. It's not wrong to eat, but have you finished the work they gave you? May you not lose your destiny of appetite. In the name of Jesus. We'll continue from there tomorrow. Are we ready to pray tonight oh are we ready to pray tonight can we rise up on our feet pray in the Holy Ghost pray in the Spirit come on make it a picture that when we say pray in the Holy Ghost you are not whispering blood out in tongues pray out loud come
1: on we you are baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues pray out loud Maso to Rayal Lao, Japa, Epatayel Bosha, Tale Gadabaye, Castle, and the Lico Period for Shatapaya, that Alabama, Malifunda isupali. Supali, the Kitfredo, Sulemania, Kala, Godelia, Brege, the Kit, Limanako Parade, the Bosha, and the local Shatara Games, the Telegate, the Tata, E Castle, Riga, Dolabota, Payel, Shatayelababa, E some of the praise, some of the praise As you pray in the Holy Ghost You are making spiritual progress As you pray in the Holy Ghost You are rising higher As you pray in the Holy Ghost You are getting mileage the bees that have been above your head are coming under your feet. You may not understand what you're saying, but so you're making progress. You're power. generating power. Rada <laughs> <laughs> de in Jesus name we
0: have prayed Amen. Luke 19 and verse 5 Luke chapter 19 and verse 5 I want you to take this prayer seriously the Bible says and when Jesus came to the place this is the story of Zacchaeus you must know the story he wanted to see Jesus he was short of stature he couldn't see Jesus so he had to run ahead climbed the tree. And the Bible says when Jesus came to the place where Zacchaeus had climbed the tree, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at your house. The first prayer in our understanding is they say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. All through this year twenty twenty-four. Open the eyes of my destiny helpers my destiny. to see me, to see and, me, help me and help me this year. This year. See someone that is not saying you cannot help you. The Bible didn't say Jesus just passed through that place. The Bible says Jesus saw him. Jesus could have passed and not seen him. So you are going to lift up your voice. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of all Jesus, through this year, 2024, future, open, the open the eyes of my destiny
1: helpers my destiny. to see me and help me. Lift up your voices and turn that into prayers. Father in the name of Jesus, all through this year 2024, open the eyes of my destiny help us to see me and to help me. Open the eyes of my destiny help us because my destiny help us to take note of me all through this year 2024. In the name of Jesus, everyone you have ordained to help me. Everyone that is in your eternal plan To help me this year 2024 Open your eyes Let them see me Everyone you have ordained to help me on my career path Everyone that you have ordained to help me in my business Everyone you have ordained to help me in ministry Everyone you have ordained to help me in the fulfillment of my dreams the achievement of my goals open their eyes to begin to see me oh God open the eyes of my destiny oh somebody pray somebody pray in Jesus name we are prayed
0: we are going to pray that prayer again I don't know if this has ever happened to you let me tell you this I've had instances of people it has happened to you need something there's somebody in your life that can do it yeah, that person is asking you. Do you know somebody that needs this thing, and you need it? Has it happened to anybody here before? Uh, it's because their eyes are not open to see you. They are seeing you, but they are not seeing you. That's what I'm talking about. So that you can pray to it with understanding. That your help, parts of death will not just be looking at you. They will see you.
1: Amen.
0: Because people can be looking at you. The person that you help you believe they are sorted. Like, you know, even when you say, I you are. No, 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 you don't need this. You don't need really? it. Be serious. Jared. Do you know anybody that needs it? And you need it. You need the information. You need the contact. Because every help is not financial. Yes. Sometimes it's just information. One information can change your life, one relationship can redefine your destiny. Just say, yeah, I have this friend. Why, why don't you call this person? I want you to pray seriously. Father, in the name of Jesus,
1: Father in the name of Jesus, all through this year 2024, this year 2024 open, the eyes open the eyes of my destiny, help my destiny of helpers of my destiny to see, me, to see and me, to help me and to help Lift me. Lift up your voices and turn that into prayers. Speak it to every Jesus. month in this year. Every upper of destiny that needs to see me in January, their eyes are open to, see me. to see, me see me in January. Those that need to see me in January will not see me in December. Lord, those that need, to see, see February, so they don't need see to see me in, in February will not see me in November the eyes of my destiny helpers are open to see me, see me. they see, they me, the my they see me. me in January. my destiny helpers see me in February they they my be destiny be. helpers see they me in March they want my destiny about see me in April. My destiny about see me in May. Those that need to help in me in August. In let June, they me. will see me in June. September, those that need to see let me let in July will see me in July and they will help me. Oh, those that need to see me see in August, they, they will oh, me. Oh, see me in August and help me in August. Those that need to see me in September, they will see me in September and help me in September. Those I need to see me. See me oh, in October. In they will see me in October and help me in October. Those I need to see me in November. For every day they will the see me in November day. and help me in November. Let them every destiny, destiny helper, that need to see me in December. They will see me in December and they will help me in December. In, name in the name of Jesus. The eyes of my destiny helper are open to see me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Let your amen sound like the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the the
0: the Amen. Psalm seven. And verse 9. Psalm 7 end verse 9. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. But establish the just. For the righteous God tries the arts and the reins. Media, I hope you record this prayer sessions right from day one. I hope you guys have been recording it. Please don't delete it. We're going to upload them later on. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just? For the righteous, God tries the hearts and the reins. Our prayer is this: you are going to say, "Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, bring an, end
1: bring, an end to every
0: bring an end to every oppression of the wicked in my life." In Father, my life. in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name bring, of an Jesus. End. bring an end to every, to every oppression of the wicked in my life. See, in my life. Let me tell you something: hmm? If you think there is no oppression of the wicked in your life or around you, you may be right. But let me tell you something every one of us, if you trace yourself, uh, either to the second, last generation, second or third, some of us is even current. Your parents were abalists, or they went to an abalist house, or they did an incision on you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Let me tell you, the devil always comes to collect. The same way God makes covenant with people transgenerationally, the devil is also transgenerational in his dealings. And so maybe your grandfather left it. Your parents became Christians. Some things may still have residual effects if you don't deal with it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you are going to lift up your voice and pray it seriously. What am i am aware of? What am i am not aware of? Some of us, there are things Holy Spirit may bring to your mind. Address those things. Say, Father in the name of Jesus. Father in the name of bring, Jesus. An end bring an end to every, oppression to every oppression of the wicked in my life.
1: In my family. In my finances. In my marriage. In my health. In the work of my hands. Lift up your voices and turn that into prayers. Father in the name of Jesus. Bring an end to every oppression of the wicked. In my, in my life. In my, in, in my family. In my marriage. In my, my, my health. Family, In my finances, bring, oh, bring, my my bring an and end well. an to, an an to every oppression bring of the hand wicked. There's some families, it's their wives that feed them, the women feed the men. That's an oppression of the wicked. Jesus saw certain things, hand things. Name Jesus. his people saw certain things, Brother and came to tell him. Jesus said, An enemy has done this. This is the work of the wicked. Begin weekend. to bring an in end life. on the authority of God's work. And I declare, and I declare that every, I that every oppression of the wicked has come to an end weekend. in my life. It has come to an end my life Every oppression my of the wicked, comes to an end in he my life. Comes to an end in my marriage. Comes to an end in my finances. This year 2024 we do not look like previous life. years. Every oppression of, I I of to my the wicked. Whatever operates I in my family, operated in the life of my parents. Oh, mataka payeleboshi. I bring an end to it in my own life. In the name of Jesus. Let choko papa parade choko papa toven. Let papa no take up oh. oh. my oh. Take and end and of, of, of the weekend, over, over my business, over my head, to, every, to every oppression of you. the weekend in my life, in the, of in life. the, in in the, the name, name of Christ. Jesus.
0: Of the in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Zechariah chapter one, verse eighteen to twenty-one. If you are married here and your husband is here, please, I want you to pray for your husband. Or if you are engaged, where will meet the person you are engaged to. This prayer is critical. You will pray for yourself and pray for the men in your life. Zechariah 1, 18-21. The Bible says, Then lifted I up my eyes and saw, and behold, four horns, And I said unto the angel that talked with me, What be this? <laughs> And he answered me, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four carpenters. Keep going. Then said I, What come this to do? And he spake, saying, These are the horns which have scattered Judah. Can you scream the next phrase together? Want to go? So that no man will what? There are forces that makes men not to lift their head. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The man is working so much, but he has nothing to show for it. He's working so much. He has results, but the results is not comparable to the effort. In some families, it's their wives that feed them. They may be doing well, but eventually, somewhere down the line, the wife will still feed them. Some people, they do so much, but it just doesn't show. Annette must come to you today. Amen. I thought somebody was going to say big amen. Amen. For those of us that are more married, pray it. We are single. Pray for the man you will marry. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? And pray for yourself. Because when you see man in scripture, it's not just talking about male gender, it's also talking about the male and the female. In some families, there's already a law. Nobody's head will be lifted. They will just be doing things. They will be doing things. They will just. some things we don't just see let me tell you this one of the ways the devil oppresses he will not just allow certain things to enter your mind that you can also do it Mm. haven't you seen people they have money but but nobody has ever traveled out not even for vacation but they have the money it just doesn't enter their mind so they will die local everything will be local no global lifting he says but these are come to free them to cast out the horns of the gentiles which lifted up their horn over the land of Judah to scatter it. You are going to lift up your voice. You will say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lift up my head. Lift up my head. In the remaining days of this year. In the remaining days of this year. Or oh, you can say, In all the days, all the remaining days of my life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, so if you are praying for your husband or the man in your life, you can say, Father, in the name of Jesus,
1: Father, name lift name of up Jesus. the head of my husband. Lift up the head of my In this, husband, year, 2024, in this year 2024 and forever. And for lift up your voices and turn that into in prayers. Father, in the name Jesus, of Jesus, lift up head, All through the remaining days of this year and the forever. This year, lift, forever. Up head, lift up my head. In the name lift of Jesus. Oh, God, lift up my head. Of Jesus. In business. Lord, in business. In career, in my industry, in ministry, the industry, financially lift up my head, firstborns, pray, that you will not be at the mercy of your younger ones. You are the first child, you are supposed to be the head, but you always collect from your siblings. It is not normal. Against hey, it in, the name of in this year 2024. 24. 24. My head See will be lifted. Our head to be lifted. As a first born be Lord, be siblings are supposed to look up to you in every way. You shouldn't be looking Jesus. up to them. Oh, Pataka, Papapa, As a man, you hey. hey. shouldn't be dependent the on the your wife. As a CEO, your head should be lifted in that industry. My head shall be lifted. In this year 2024. In the name of Jesus my of the name of Jesus in the name of in jesus name we pray amen
0: The song that keeps coming to my mind is a popular song apologies for those of us that don't understand Yoruba it says
1: what
0: that song simply means lift up my head pull me up don't let it be late let me tell you, this. some liftings may come too
1: late. <laughs>
0: A second prayer is this: You're gonna say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Put to shame. Put to shame. Everyone that says. Everyone that. My says, head will not be lifted.
1: My head will not be Say, lifted. Father, in the name of Father, Jesus. in the name Put to shame. Put to shame. Everyone that says. Everyone that. I says, will not. My head will not be lifted. My head will not be. Among my siblings. Among my. In siblings. my family. In my family. Financially. Financially. In business. In business. In career. In career. Put to shame. Put to shame. Everyone that says. Everyone. My head be lifted. Lift up your voices and turn down into prayers. Father in the name of Jesus, in this year 2024, beginning from this month of July, put to shame. Everyone that says my head will not be lifted. Everyone that says my ministry will not be lifted. Everyone that says my business will not be lifted. Everyone that says I will not believe my financial ministry will not be that. Put that to shame. Put that to shame. Put that to shame. Can't the your level, shut your level. Everyone that says I will not believe it. Put that to shame. Everyone that's has won. And year, 2024. Then put them, them, to and Lord, Lord, put them, them to shame! says I do not believe, put them to shame! Lord, let come Put them to shame! Put them to shame! Lord, shame. On, put them to shame! not put man. them to shame! put them to put put them to shame! to <laughs> <alla> <throat> <laughs> <ecd> <groans> In this year 2024 20, my head will be not lifted. In this year 2024 20, it's forever. My head will be not to lifted. 20, lifted in the name of Jesus. ya My my head,
0: my head, my Yes sir. Are you sure? Yes sir. Matthew chapter 3 and verse 16. Matthew 3 and verse 16. The Bible says and Jesus when he was baptized, he went up straightway out of the water and lo the heavens were opened unto him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove. And lighten upon him. We've always prayed this prayer, but the spirit of God impresses upon my heart that we should pray at this breakthrough festival. The prayer is to say, Father, in the name of Father, Jesus, Father, in the name of let Jesus, the let the heavens be opened Jesus. over my life, over my, my walk,
1: my, my, my family, my finances, my finances and the Gateway Church, Church, Church all through this year. All through all through this year. This year. Through so that where things have been difficult, they have now and become easy and effortless. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the heavens be opened over my life, over my walk, over my family, my finances, my finances and the gateway church, church all church. through this year so that where things have been difficult the the way way have be they, they have now become and easy effortless. and effortless lift up your voices and, and turn that down into prayers, father in the name of Jesus, Lord Lord. Lord. Let, let the heavens be, be opened over my life, all through this year 2024, let the others be opened, over my life over my marriage, over my finances over my ministry over the gateway church over everyone genuinely connected to this house let the heavens be opened. 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 Eka tcha 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 Work Let the, the heavens God be Lord. Lord. Let the heavens be open. In the day of Jesus Christ. Where things have been difficult. I decree and I like and declare They are not become, become easy. They have now become effortless. They have become easy. They have become effortless. In the day of Jesus. That's that, that's that. That's 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 Open, open heavens over every in tither. In open the heavens of over every member. Open heavens over every, members, every worker. The of open Jesus. heavens over everyone genuinely connected to the ministry of the Galway Church. Open heavens where things have been difficult. Oh, they have not become easy. They have not become effortless. Where things have been difficult for others, they are easy for us. In the name the of Jesus. In, in the name of Jesus. He is easy for us. Jesus name we
0: pray last to pray as a spirit of God impressed upon my heart we shall pray throughout this breakthrough festival Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 13 and when thy hearts and thy flocks multiply Deuteronomy 8 and verse 13 and when thy hearts and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied you're going to say father in the name of jesus oh come on don't forget how we do it speak to those hands say father in the name of jesus all through this year from january to december call
1: silver and gold to multiply in these hands on a monthly basis as i spend and as I give this year, no financial or material resource will reduce or finish in my hands. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, all through this year, from January to December, God's silver and gold. To multiply in my hands on a monthly basis as I spend and as I give this year. No financial or material resource will reduce but finish in my hands. Lift up your voices and turn that into prayers. Father in the name of Jesus, I speak to these hands. Oh, by extension, I use this as a point of contact for my bank account. For the gateway church account. I decree and I declare Silver and gold Multiplies in our hands All through this year From January to December No shortage No shortage of resources Resources do not finish in my hands In the name of Jesus Everything needed is supplied I spend and give out of surplus I take out of abundance I take money out of money In the name of Jesus Oh my dear Silver and gold multiplies in my hands all through this year, from January to December, in the name of Jesus. Oh, as I spend, as I give, it has been replaced. No financial, no material resources will reduce. I'm finishing my hands in this year 2024, in the name of Jesus. Kalabaya Lababaya. Name I take money out of money. Multiplied. My hand shall not be empty. My hand will not be In this year 2024. My hands will not be empty. In every day. Of my hands year. will not be empty. My hands will not be hands. Nothing diminishes Nothing in my, in hands. my, Nothing reduces reduces in my hands. hands. Nothing reduces in my hands. Nothing reduces in my hands. In the name of Jesus. Mashakalaba elebo sakaya daba. You are
0: Jesus name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel 37 and verse 9. Ezekiel 37 and verse 9. How many of us believe that things are shifting already? This year you will not just have a testimony, you will be a testimony. Amen. You know, you can see people and know that God has changed their life. Yes. And that's when you become the testimony. There is a level of sharing testimonies. There is another level when you become the testimony. And people see and say, ah. it's part of our confession. That men will see me and see the goodness of God did at work in my life this year. And said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Let's face the right direction. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind. Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon the slain, that they may live.'" they're going to lift up your voices. Say Father in the name of Jesus.
1: Father, in the name of Jesus. By the wind of your spirit bring
0: to me, bring to
1: me from, every corner from every corner of this earth, of this earth everything, I need everything I need for my, for my, destiny, my destiny and advancements, advancements this, year. this year. Father in the name of Jesus. by in the name by the wind of your spirit. Bring to me by the north wind the north from, every from every place that falls under the north under in this city, city, in this, in this nation. In this in this, in this continent and all over the world over let, the let world. everything that I need for my need. destiny and advancement let it begin come to come to me now to lift up your now. voices and turn down into that into prayers come on, come on, come on it says son man of man prophesy it is what you say I that you see speak that to that the north everything that Lord I need from you this year release it unto me Let it be brought to me by the wind of the Holy Ghost. Everything that I need is is coming to me. Everything that I need from northern part of the city. From the northern part of Lagos. From northern Nigeria. From northern Africa. Oh, from northern part of the world. From northern America. From every Northern everything part, that from north America. Part. everything it's I need to me. Is, coming to me. Me. It is coming towards me, it is coming to me to the right in now. the name of Jesus. Speedily and without delay, coming to the west right now. going to speak to the west. Everything, everything that I need from the west, comes towards me. Oh, the western part of this city, the western part of this nation, the western part of this continent, the western part of this continent, the western Africa, the western part of the world. West Africa. Western nations release so unto me everything everything that I need in, in the, the name of Jesus, Jesus. Of everything that I, I need for my destiny I in the name everything I need for my ministry everything I need for the fulfillment of, of destiny, I everything, it, 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 everything I need to make progress and move forward come to me now in the name of by the wind of the Holy Ghost come to me now face the, name of the now. south right to now in the name begin to declare everything that I need from the southern part of this city southern part of Lagos southern part of Nigeria of my Syria, Southern part of, Africa, part, of part of Africa. Southern part of the world. Of the world. begin to come to me, to me. By the wind of the I, Spirit. The of Everything, the Spirit. I Everything. I Everything I need. For my life. For my destiny. For my, life my advancement. Destiny. For my ministry. Come All the help, the, the, the help I need. The relationships I need. The visibility I need. The, the recognition I need. In the I need. The resources I need. Begin to come, come to me from the south. Come to me from the south. Without any patience. In the name of Jesus by, the wind, the, me me by the wind of the Holy Ghost they are brought to me effortlessly and without delay in the name without of Jesus come to the east right in now speak, it to it it east. East. speak to the, the east. eastern decree and declare everything that I need everything from the eastern part of the city from the eastern part east. 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 of the states, from the east eastern part, part of this nation, nation. He's coming coming part of Africa Eastern part of, Eastern part of the world Oh my kapayele bos Release on to me right I now Release on to me right now From the everything the that I need of the world Ye ketata la man I need comes to me They are in the name of Jesus He's 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 Oh, let's begin to give thanks to God Thank you for our prayers because he has heard. Oh, we give you the thanks and the praise we magnify, we exalt you Bring out your expectation
0: cards right now Oh, we give you the thanks I hear in my spirit that for someone How this will manifest, right? Is you will have remote jobs From all over the world You will be paid with the currency of those nations, and you will not have to live where you are. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. Hmm. Let me tell you this there is a grace that makes things to come to you where you are.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Trust me. You don't have to go to America to get dollars. You don't have to go to Yuki to get pounds. It can come to you where you are. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It will come to you. Amen! I thought I was going to hear a bigger amen. Amen! Maybe somebody is still trying to think, how will it come to me? It will come to you. Amen! In this year, 2024, it will come to you. Amen! In the name of Jesus. Amen! Some of us are going to come to you. Someone will just give you one information. Have you had this you know how Saul's life changed 1 Samuel chapter 10 after the anointing came upon him Samuel told him this is how you will know that God has chosen you he said the first thing that will happen is that you will receive good news let me tell you this our world is filled with evil reports when you are hearing good news it's not normal are you hearing what I'm saying yes, sir. he said the donkeys you have been looking for you will meet people that will tell you it has been found so it simply means your stress will stop you will no longer start stressing for things you don't have to stress over. Amen. Some of us, we are stressed so much. This year, your stress will end. Amen. Your struggle will end. Amen. What others are looking for will come to you. Amen. The same way the animals went to Noah. Noah didn't have to be wrong. Imagine how many years would have taken Noah if he was looking for all the animals. Even the slowest of them all, the snail, also made it into the ark. How did they hear? How did they know they are supposed to go to where Noah was? Because the one that made them can speak to every one of them. The God that made human beings can speak to human beings to give to you everything you need, wherever they are. They don't have to understand your language. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You don't have to understand. This year it will come to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It will come to you in a dimension that it will be greater than those who are even there. Amen somebody didn't hear what I just said. Amen. It will come to you in a dimension that will be greater than the way it goes to people that are even there. Amen. So a practical ways, maybe somebody is in the UK making 5,000 pounds, you will be where you are. And 50 comes to you. Amen. <laughs> or somebody is in the UK, you are making 5,000 and from the US, fifteen. Thousand dollars is coming to you without you having to live where you are. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. Father, we ask for a quick performance of that word. Speak to those expectation cards. Speak to those expectation cards. Speak to those expectation cards. That they will become your reality.
1: My reality.
0: This expectation will not be the expectation of twenty twenty five. In Every of these expectations will become a testimony in this year 2024. None will cross over to 2025.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: Who are you on mountain before Zerubbabel? You shall become a
1: plain. You shall become a plane.
0: Every expectation that looks like
1: a mountain, that looks immovable before me, I say move now. Become a plane before me. My eyes will see you. My hands will handle you. My hands will carry you. My legs will get to you. In the name of Jesus, this is my reality. This has become my testimony. God is bringing it to pass in the name of Jesus. Oh, begin to give Him the thanks right now. Begin to give Him the praise. Oh, Father, we say thank you. We we'll bless Your name. We we'll be to Him. Thank you, Jesus. We we'll be to
0: Him. We we'll be to Him. We be to Him. We thank You, Lord. We we'll bless You, Lord. We we'll give You the glory and the praise. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name we we'll pray. Make sure you don't misplace those expectation cards i going to be doing something on Sunday. I will tell us the instruction. The Spirit of God told me earlier today. Don't lose it, right? Don't make make sure it's not torn. Take care of it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let's be seated. All eyes closed. All let's You're here tonight, connected online or on site. You don't have a relationship with Jesus, and you want to correct that tonight. The same pastor. I'm not born again. I know that I need Jesus in my life. It's the beginning of the new year and I want to make it right with God. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight as a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you sent your son Jesus to the world to die for my sins. And I believe he rose on the third day and is now seated at your right hand. Today, I renounce the life of sin. And I ask Jesus to come into my heart. Today come into my heart Not just as my Savior But as my Lord Wash me of my sins Give me a brand new beginning Write my name in the book of life And when you come to receive your own At your second appearing Let me be found worthy In Jesus name Amen Father in the name of Jesus I pray for everyone making this commitment To line, maybe on site Or online Or anyone that's going to watch the replay And making this decision I pray that these ones will be established. Nothing will take them out of your hands. In the name of Jesus. We give you the thanks and we give you the praise. For in Jesus name we have prayed. Is somebody excited tonight? Oh come on.